Thank you, everybody, for tuning in today. You are listening to the Valhalla Books podcast with your co-hosts, Adam Messer and Josh Vasquez. And from week to week, we're going to be talking about our publishing process and what we've got going on as authors. So we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody. You are listening to the Valhalla Books podcast. I'm Adam Messer here today with my good buddy and co-publisher, Josh Vasquez. Uh, That's me. And uh, we're trying something new out, so if it sounds a little different, uh, we're actually using a different program to record this. Uh, So, yeah. (laughs) A little technical difficulties, but we're getting the hang of it, right, Josh? Yeah, yeah. So we're uh, we're using Discord today. We're recording it through there, Um, but uh, we'll still use what Anchor to distribute everything mm-hmm. uh, just a different just different format for recording which like for my podcast i use a something else to record in and I put it in anchor as well so oh cool what do you use for um yours um so it's this app i'm not even sure if it's in the app store anymore i think it's like uh just because i still have it on my phone uh, mm-hmm. but it's called uh, boss jack jr there oh, used to, okay there used to be like a full version of it but like i said like i don't even know if the the junior one still on the on the app store or not because like i think the company making it they stopped i guess um oh wow okay but it, it's basically like um a soundboard that you can put um different sounds in so like the intro music that i use on my podcast um that's how i talk over it i don't edit that in that's all done live um wow if you've listened to my podcast, you know I don't do <laughs> any kind I know, of editing. I know. Um, I leave all the, the the good stuff in there, slurps of coffee and all sorts of fun fun little. Speaking of coffee, man, I I know you know this, but they uh, they the people listening don't. Um, I'm over here at the front porch and pooler, our favorite little spot, and just got an americano, hmm. man, double shot espresso americano. So yeah. yeah, I'm still trying to wake up myself. <laughs> Yeah, I, um, so last night, uh, all three of my girls, they, uh, I guess they were just, uh, tired, and so they all ended up in, in my bed, uh, me and my wife's bed, um, and so, like, I stayed up late, I was playing, uh, Back for Blood, which just came out, um, and, uh, so I was staying up late playing that, and I came in here, and I was like, you know what, I don't feel like moving a little bit, so I just went and slept in my, in my uh, six-year-old's bed. And uh, let them have the big bed for the night. <laughs> hey, sometimes, you know, sometimes it's like, Daddy, get on out of here. <laughs> well, so, like, it's be- and it's like it's it's become, like, a thing, like, lately. But, like, normally on Wednesday nights, that's the night that, like, the girls will, like, cuddle with Mama in the bed. And then, you know, like, when I come to bed, I'll move them to their beds and stuff like that. But I guess last night they were like, you know what, we want some more Mama cuddles. So I was like, all right, you know what? <laughs> I got this new game. Y'all have fun. <laughs> I'll oh, see, yeah. I'll see you next time. So, and I know I've said this before, but uh, they're only little ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I definitely, I definitely eat it up. And, you know, anytime we can love get it. some cuddles out of them, we'll, we'll take it while we can. I love it. I, I tell you, uh, I got to see my grandson this morning. And I just look forward to that uh, all week because I don't mm-hmm. get to see him. But, you know, I don't get to see him during the week usually. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, being off on Friday morning, it's like, like a highlight for me i love love seeing that like <laughs> like the stop baby uh, the tiktok meme i want to see the baby yeah yeah um <laughs> yeah because you you work four days a week for your day job i work four days a week for mine um yeah 
So, uh, yeah, that's uh, having that, that, that Friday off. Cause like today I've got, I've got my two year old with me and, um, we had to take the dog to the groomer this morning, but she, uh, she was like, you know, daddy, will you play, uh, LOLs with me? And so like we had gotten them out, uh, which like, if you don't know what those are, they're just like these little, little new doll thing. And, uh, uh, we got those out and like, I was going to just turn the TV on to have it on in the background. And, okay. um, she's like, Oh, let's watch star Wars. And I was like, you know what? I'd much rather watch star Wars than play oh. LOLs. So I turned that on real quick. So we were just sitting there before, uh, before uh, talking to you, uh, just watching a new hope. And, you know, she's, she's two. So it's constantly, what's that? Who's that? Like, who's that daddy? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's so awesome. Did you ever get that uh, V uh, the VCR version? I'm gonna be Did honest you with you. I've just been so scared to put it back. In the VCR. Oh, that from that first time, right? <laughs> yeah, I really I have not attempted it yet. I just my nerves haven't built back up from the first time. Um, so for those of you that are listening, uh, Adam, uh, he you you just had it like you just had. Dude, uh, like, so let's back it up for a second, though. I, I yeah. listen to Josh's podcast, like, um, regularly. Like, when whenever you put a new episode out, I'm like, I, I just listen to it. Because I think you're a funny guy, and mm-hmm. I like listening to, you know, uh, stuff. And that, there's one episode that you were talking about how you you'd watch Star Wars on, like, a like a home video, like a VCR home video. It was like just taped on there or something like that. Oh yeah. That's, that's, that's the way I was introduced into star Wars. It's my yeah. stepdad VHS, uh, like bootleg copies that were like copied from like HBO at the time. Yeah. Um, and back then, man, like it, it, you could, I don't, I don't know, but you couldn't buy, like they had these, the videos or whatever, but you couldn't just buy them like all the time. Like, you know, Disney used to have this thing like a Disney vault. Right? Yeah, and yeah. Star Wars was not Disney back then, but mm-hmm. you know, you'd have they have like a limited release, and then if you had a copy, you had a copy. But if you didn't, you know, they're all about like you know brand new stuff in the the blockbuster. All it's not like today where you can watch just about anything you want at any time. Yeah, back then it was like they wanted the new stuff, only mm-hmm. the new stuff. So like if you had it, and I remember you talking about that and, and wanting to have your own copy, mm-hmm. you know, VHS copy or whatever. And I was like, oh, well, I just happen to have, because I'm a collector mm-hmm. of, uh, of nerdy things, and uh, I just happen to have the pre-digital changeover version, the THX mm-hmm. uh, collector edition of Star Wars. And it had the receipt and all in there, y'all. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I think it was like well, almost 100 bucks back in the day, wasn't it? I think so. Crazy. I, think, I think I still have the receipt. I think I kept it with it. Um just because, like, the date that it was bought, um, which was, I think, 96, it's I like, think, is when? Yeah, something like that, 95, 96. Which is, like, and, and so that, that was the thing, too, is, like, the those VHS copies that I had growing up, like, they were pre-special uh, edition right, you know, versions right. of the movies. Um, so, like, when you were like, hey, I have this, I'm like, these are these are before the special editions. This, yeah. Because the special edition didn't, didn't come out until, like, 97. Right. Um and like I'm pretty sure the receipt said it was like 96 it was like right before and I'm like that's like crazy because trying to find a non-special edition version of the movies now it's like you either have to get somebody who's made like a fan edit like there's the big despecialized edition now um somebody's gone back and like basically remade the original version of it with the best quality that they can 
um, that you can buy and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, yeah, so yeah, that's it's pretty it's pretty. Well, but I, I put that the first one in um, the VCR that I had at the time, and it like ate up the tape, and I was so scared oh, um, to try to get it out. It's like playing like Operation on like you know the super hard level. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, for a VCR, y'all, if you don't know, um, a VCR, what it does, it basically, it opens up the tab, mm-hmm. and then it pulls the film out, and it, it plays it kind of like, almost like a projector yeah. um, inside the VCR, and uh, so, but, I mean, like, you know, man, I just, I was just curious, because I, <laughs> I, I know we were talking about it that one time, and I was like, man, and you're, I mean, like, I like Star Wars, but you really like Star Wars. Yeah, so, it's, it, it's definitely one of the. That's like your jam. I think that's probably like, like the the three biggest things that I'm nerdiest about are probably Star Wars, zombies. Doom. And, yeah. Well, okay, maybe, maybe maybe it's a list of five things. I was thinking zombies, <laughs> uh, Marvel movies, and Doom, and yeah, yeah. So anyway. and I, I'm a big Transformer nerd. So <laughs> I actually, you know, uh, talking about movies and stuff, man. I was so excited to be able to go see. The thirty fifth. I haven't even talked about this like on on air. But I did a little TikTok video, but nothing. But uh, I went and saw the thirty fifth anniversary uh, showing of Transformers the movie, mm-hmm. and uh, they don't play it in theaters, uh, you know, anymore really. But they did a thirty fifth anniversary showing. It was a two day limited showing. It was just the original uh, theatrical production, mm-hmm. and I have not. I saw it when I was a kid. In theaters, I would have been 10 at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, 1986. And, uh, saw it then. Uh, I've seen it digitally. I've seen, I, had the, I have the VCR. I have the VHS copy. I have the digital. I have the, the Blu-ray. I have the, the DVD of it. Um, but I hadn't seen it in the big screen, you know, since I was a little yeah. kid. Yeah, and uh, went in the theater. I was there with my kids, my my son and my daughter. I have another daughter too, but she wasn't with us. But then my daughter's boyfriend was with us, and he he actually likes Transformers too. <laughs> and um, we go in there and we're watching the movie. And before the movie, like you know, they had the you know the kind of like the silence or whatever. And before they played the little commercials and stuff, and I was like, hey, there was only maybe twenty of us in the theater, maybe twenty total. So it wasn't a packed house or anything like that. Everybody's kind of spread out. And I was like, hey, um, I said, anybody in here, show of hands, anybody in here, uh, did you get to see this when you were a kid in theaters in 1986? Mm-hmm. I was the only one. Yeah. And there were, the- all, there, there were people in there who were like my age. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, parents and stuff like that, I guess. <laughs> but uh, the, one, the one girl, uh, she was about the same age as my daughter, uh, she was like, I wish I could have seen it when I was a kid, uh, but I was I wasn't born then. <laughs> so I was like, all right, yeah, that's that's funny. You're the uh, the, the one old guy in there. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Well, you said you said there's people of uh, your age in there, but uh, you know, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, so I thought it was pretty cool um, being able to go see it in the theater again, and then the fact that they're you know they're still young kids that like this and and it's like that old school animation you know i mean like don't get me wrong i i love it and all but you know i like the new stuff too you know and um 
Yeah, the old animation, I mean, it definitely, uh, I mean, now that was like, I think with the, with the, if I remember correctly, I haven't seen it since I was a kid either, um, but the Transformers movie, like, the animation was a lot better than what the show was. A lot of, you know, animated shows back then, the animation was pretty, pretty janky, pretty simple, because they well, were just yeah, like, you... episode. I think the movie was a little bit of a better quality. Yeah. It's yeah, still exactly. nowhere near, like, today's, like, today's animation movies are just just crazy yeah and i think it i mean it still holds up i feel like but uh yeah yeah i'm here okay i just didn't know you were talking to your daughter (laughs) did you hear me yeah i did so i guess the mute button on here doesn't work it's all right i'll just i'll uh, i'll i'll just edit it out <laughs> can you hear me now yeah i can hear you now yeah, yeah. it definitely doesn't work okay good to know good to know <laughs> yeah because I, I heard your i heard you earlier when you said you, <laughs> you had to go so, to the bathroom yeah. and i was like oh okay <laughs> she uh she's she's really good at uh, she's a toddler dude so it's, at, it's going good <laughs> it's, it's funny because like she's really good at like playing by herself and like doing things you know without like you know, having to have somebody with her. But the yeah. moment you start doing something, like she's like, Hey, I need to do all those things I need help with now. So Oh yeah, that's how that's how it is, man. That's yeah. just that's just parenthood. And of course, the... like I have got the uh, I've got my headset on as we're recording this. So um, Oh, no worries. I can just uh, uh that see like the wave file, I can uh, I can cut it out. I'll be able to edit it out, it's no big deal. That's so. good, but I mean I'm sure the listeners don't 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 mind too much. They, well, they, if you're, if you're good with me leaving it, if you know you're, if you're good with me leaving it in, then I mean, because hey, like I'm like you, man. It, I'm like it's fine with me, man. I'm not, I'm not the one that's pooping. It's her. <laughs> oh gosh, I, I got nothing to be in <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Oh, um, okay. So uh, then we'll just go back on topic. Oh yeah. With, but uh, yeah. So with the. Yeah, the movie version of it, they had, you know, of course, they had a professionally produced soundtrack, and um, which was really cool. Um, if you if you ever watch the G one, uh, the original opening, if you listen to it, it plays like an electric guitar, not heavy metal music, but like an electric guitar. So like 1983, 84, 84 is when it came out. You know, so like that's kind of when metal was uh, big. <laughs> they did not have like I wouldn't call it heavy metal, but they definitely had like a hair band feel to the sound um, to the uh, to the Transformers the movie uh, soundtrack, right? <laughs> and so I really liked that they did that. And then you know they had a lot of big name voice actors with it. It was the first time they introduced all these characters. But much like other you know, faux pas with movies and stuff like that, the thing with Transformers that was the big to do was the movie was ushering in the 1986 toy line. So it came out in September of 1986, and it was supposed to usher in all of these awesome new characters for the Christmas season that year. Because Transformers was, and much like the other cartoons um, from the 80s on, it, it was just like a 30-minute advertisement for toys. Yeah. And um, so 
what they did though, y'all, if you've never watched it before, Optimus Prime is like the leader of the Autobots, who is the leader of the good guys or whatever. Well, they they killed Auto, you know, they killed Optimus off in like the first twenty minutes, and like he had this epic, you know, battle scene, and he fights Megatron, and they fight to the death, and yeah, and then he passes on the Matrix or whatever, right? Well, that was a big, big deal to parents because there were all these little boys who were you know upset that optimus prime was dead you know they're their little you know their hero on the and i'll be honest with you i was upset too you know um i think we all were we were all upset so it was like a big deal there were people that wrote into hasbro and you know told them that you know they should have done that or whatever well then they end up resurrecting optimus prime in 1987 not too <laughs> long after the movie came out and uh, they brought him back as Power Master Optimus Prime. Um, in the comics, it was a whole different storyline. It was, you know, just it was just a just a whatever, you know. But it was all like a marketing thing. And, yeah, which I mean, yeah. that was that was Transformers, like since the very beginning. Like, it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> they were started. Well, you know, they had these toys or whatever. And um, when Hasbro decided they wanted to sell the toy line. Yeah, that's when they they uh, they were they hired Marvel to do the comics and the uh, and the, the cartoon show. It's just like GI Joe, He Man, Shira. Yeah, Mal like all Pony, the shows all that. at that time were basically <laughs> long toy commercials. Yeah, and if you look at the stuff today, I mean the same thing with Nickelodeon or Disney today. These shows they will have a whole merchandise line with them, right? Mm-hmm. And um, like Bluey, for example, my my grandson he loves that character Bluey. Yeah, that's and, a good show. Yeah, and I've never watched it, but I've seen the toys. You know, oh, no, and, you, gotta, um, you gotta. I think Bluey's one of those shows, like like it's a kid show, but I feel like it's really written for the parents. Like, like uh, the Flintstones type thing. <laughs> um, it's just like uh, there's a lot of things in there that like. Like as a parent, especially of like like young kids and all that stuff, or you know, just any kind of parent, like you'll you'll see the stuff that they deal with in that show, and you'll be like, "Yeah, I, I needed that today." <laughs> ah, okay, cool. Yeah, so, that's I, I, cool. I, I have to check. I it highly out, recommend man. Bluey if you're if you've got young kids at home and you're watching something and they want to watch like some kind of cartoon. I recommend that you watch that. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to definitely check it out now because I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard about it. And then I didn't even know anything about it until uh, my wife was talking about that. Um, our grandson likes it. And then all of a sudden I start seeing the toys everywhere. I'm like, oh, so. But uh, speaking of merchandising, man, speaking of like, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> we have we, we put out like a bunch of books this year. And we were talking, like, you and I were talking the other day about, like, you know, what we're going to be doing for next year. And, uh, man, it's it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of work. Yeah. You there? Yeah, sorry. I was, um, I, I, hold on, I'm going to try something real quick. Just, uh. Okay, cool. So, uh. Okay, yeah. cool. No, sorry. That was, that was it. So, the mute button on my headset is the mute button on the actual disc. So just for future reference, <laughs> but um, so yeah, the mute on Discord works, but the mute on the headset didn't. 
Yeah. So we said. Yeah. I don't even know where the mute button is on this Discord, honestly. It I, is I, on the bottom. Like, if you pull up the, like, uh, where the, like, I guess, like, the voices are and everything. I don't know. But it's like a little microphone looking button. You hit that, it, it turns off the sound. So I just had to. Okay. Test take one. Take care two. of my daughter. Test one. Two. Um, I heard you say test one, two, test one, two. Okay, it did. It worked. The mute work button worked. <laughs> there we go. Hey, y'all, this is like a work in progress. Josh and I are always trying to, like, you know, uh, do improvements and stuff. But yeah. every improvement is just to make it le- easier. We are definitely not one of these people like, oh, I've got to have this microphone. I'm using a headset, too. <laughs> I'm using, yeah. I'm, I'm well, like literally using my phone. Well, that's what I. I mean, I, I'm actually using like my like my gaming headset, like just my you know the one that plugs into my Xbox oh, nice. controller. I just got the little nice. uh, iPhone dongle to make it connect to the phone. But I mean, like if you use a headset like that, I mean they're they're already made for like voice sound and all that, and they do a pretty good job of suppressing any background noise. Uh, plus, you got the a, the full head a, earphones. This is a Skull Candy one. I I couldn't find my iPhone one one day. And I think one of the, um, one of the kids or um, had taken it or whatever, and I, I was like, man, you know. And this this one, I like the skull candy one because it's got the little jellies. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I guess uh, if you get the one with the lightning port, it it's a lot more expensive than the one with just the audio aux jack. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, man, it was crazy. So yeah, yeah. I just lost my uh, my Bluetooth uh, headphones, like my little like you know, just like little earbud headphones. Um, I have no idea where they went, um, so I got to go find some new ones. But uh, anyways, back to your uh, your original question before I got us off on this tangent. Um, oh no no no! It's yeah, good. So we, uh, we, yeah, we definitely put this out, is us. Uh, <laughs> That's how yeah, we do it. <laughs> just, we're figuring things out on the fly. Um, but yeah, I mean, we just uh, put out since like Labor Day. What is it? One, two, three, four, five, five books. Something like that. Got two for John, one for Win, one for Ryan, and then one for you. You had uh, yours come out what in July or August? Uh, mine three? came back out in March and April. The book three? Mm-hmm. It's already it been out- that long. Yeah. Oh my god! It was uh, I I think it came out on four twenty. No way! Yeah, it's been since April. It's already October, dude. I mean, like this year, this last two years has felt like two decades to me. It really has. I Um, mean, like honestly, God, I I just I was just thinking. I know it's been longer, but I was I swear, Josh, I just felt like you you put out book three like maybe six weeks ago. That's no, it. it's, been, it's been six months almost. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, where has yeah. time gone this year, man? Oh, well, man? And I think like a lot of people feel oh. that way, especially like these past two years. Like it's like time has gone so slow, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like what? Where is the time gone? <laughs> like literally, I, I I I literally think back. Yeah, because Sebastian graduated last year. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't able to do the graduation all because of the uh, pandemic. But I literally think back to that. I'm like, man, you know, I kind of look at that as like March of last year because here in St. Is here in Savannah, y'all, St. Patrick's Day is a huge event, mm-hmm. and the week before St. Patrick's, they 
they canceled it to try to stave off this, you know, the COVID stuff. And I think it was a really good decision, you know, because usually Savannah, there's like a million people or so that come into Savannah for St. Patrick's Day. Or that's what they say. I'm, I'm not really sure the exact numbers, but um, that that to me is kind of like the, the bookmark for, you know, that's when I really was like, oh, well, this is a thing now, you know? Mm-hmm. And ever since then, it's been like graduations and, you know, like launching the book and, you know, launching Valhalla. Well, actually, Valhalla Books launched January 24th last year. So way before COVID. Mm-hmm. But still, the first book that we put out was October last year. So it's coming up on the first anniversary of that. But everything else, man, I mean, like, literally, I felt like you just put, you know, the new book out like maybe six weeks ago i swear yeah no we did it all uh like pretty much almost rapid fire in march and april i think it, yeah i think i started like the last week of march and then like the first week of april for the first and second book and then skipped a week and then on that uh i think it was the third week of april is when the third book came out wow yeah wow oh man wow but uh, yeah, so I mean, we, like yeah, and especially with the the team of authors that we're working with now, I mean, we uh, we got a pretty decent library going, which is you know one of the things that like, one of our goals of you know starting this published company is you know that we're kind of working together because I mean I can only write so many books in a year, you can only write so many books in a year. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know when we all kind of work together to help you know. Uh, promote each other's stuff and all that it, it makes a, a big difference you know you don't just have a lot like I don't just have a library of like three books right now like you know I have the whole Valhalla you know library that I can point you know readers to like hey you know you know if you're done reading my stuff there's plenty of other authors over here that are um, write stuff for Valhalla books um, so I love it I mean and um, I was just able to get us that uh, vanity URL for Amazon too um, for the author page, so it's got links to all of the books, and um, oh, dude, you know what? I just thought about this. I want to bring this up too, but uh, you know, uh, the House of Stitched magazine, mm-hmm. that interview that I did with you, the article looks great. I'm gonna have to send you a copy of the way they did it. Okay. But that House of Stitched magazine is out today. Is it today? Yeah, came out today. I was like, "What?" And you know what? I that really is like fifteenth, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man. It's like, where's time gone? But um, oh, yeah. No, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, like, that's one of the things I know. Like, we were kind of talking, like, me and you, when we were talking shop, you know, like uh, about Valhalla and like releasing. Like, there was, uh, you know, I was kind of had the thought of trying to uh, wrap up book four, have it uh, for for this fall. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, you know, I got time. I got time. It's like September. Like I got, I got all this month. So, the next thing I know, like October's here, and like it is literally like I'm like, it's halfway through the month already. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, I, Halloween's I, like two weeks out. Yeah. Then there's gonna be Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. I mean, like the next the next two and a half months is just gonna fly by, just like yeah. the rest of the year has. Yeah, well, the end of the year always, like, I feel like it's always, like, a rush because I think people are doing a lot more stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, but, yeah, it was just, like, 
yeah, I think I'm just gonna I'm gonna shelve this until <laughs> until next year because there's no way I can finish it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, you know it's weird too. I I uh, <laughs> you know talking about when we were talking the other day, I've got that new uh, book idea, right? Uh-huh. And um, Josh and I were talking about this new uh, this new story idea that I've got for um, another book not it's not going to follow the events of the savannah zombie i'm sorry savannah i always want to say savannah zombie i i <laughs> i coined the savannah vampire novel series based off of josh's savannah zombie novel series yeah. it's a tribute it's a tribute to that but um it's not in sequence with that y'all but it's going to be a book in that series uh but it's going to be set like a hundred years before the first books which were set like 30 something years ago 1989 what, what was the 1989 that was 32 years ago something like that yeah. well i mean yeah 32 because i'm about to be 34 and i was born in 87 so yeah yeah oh. so, so you're talking uh, you're talking about uh the uh, 87 line of uh transformers coming out i'm like yeah that's when it was born <laughs> yeah you're you you were birthed in the same year, <laughs> yeah, as the headmasters. <laughs> yeah, so I definitely I caught like the uh, the tail end of the like main Transformers praise and that stuff. Dude, you you would have been um, if, if you were born eighty seven. Uh, you would have been the right prime age for the nineteen ninety six Beast Wars stuff. Uh, uh, see, it, you would think that, um, but uh, having uh, grown up with like the uh, like, the Autobots and Decepticons and all that, like watching those reruns, I yeah. could not get into Beast Wars. Like, I liked it, like watching it, like the first maybe season a little bit, but like it just wasn't it wasn't the same to me. So I never really, I never got into it. You know that's crazy too, because uh, didn't you like Power Rangers? Uh, and that's that I was going to say. It's like I caught like the tail end of like Transformers like being big. Um, and then Ninja Turtles were. Yeah. And Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters were the two big things when I was like little, little. Yeah. Um, and then Power Rangers came out and it was like literally like that was that was everything. Which. So if you're in Savannah on the and 20s. Pokemon too. On the 22nd. Yeah. Well, Pokemon came out in. 97 in the states but i don't think i got it until 98 but anyways that's a tangent for another <laughs> um uh, if you're in savannah on the 22nd uh jason david frank is going to be at planet fun downtown and he is the original green ranger white ranger pretty much like the greatest power ranger that has ever lived uh he's going to be there um at planet fun uh doing signings and stuff like that and hanging out um so I will definitely. That's the be day there. before the convention, isn't it? Like next Friday. It is the, that... di- it is the day before the convention, so um, that's where I will be at Friday at four o'clock. Okay, what's our, we'll just do a road trip because see, Power Rangers is my, not my thing, but I think yeah. it'd be really cool. I think it'd be really cool to go down there and check it out and. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the cool thing about a lot of the uh, like the former like Rangers and stuff like that. They do a lot of like the fan circuits and you know the conventions and all that stuff, and they're really big on. Uh, you know, spending time with the fans and stuff like that. So, uh, well, I'll tell yeah. you what, man. I mean, like, uh, I've met a couple of the Power Rangers uh, mm-hmm. through different conventions and stuff, mm-hmm. and um, 
they yeah they're always really friendly and then they you know a bunch of them are on tiktok yeah you notice that yeah i'm like dude uh those folks like they actually do care about the fans which is really cool yeah, I think I follow like all of like the uh, the OG um, Power Rangers on Instagram, so it's always nice seeing like you know, it, it is it and it's crazy because like I think like you know, probably like the Pink Ranger for a lot of guys in my uh, my age bracket, like that was like the first like big you know television crush that you had. Oh wow! Um, and so like just to see her as like uh you know she's not like she's not like an old old woman but like just to see her as a you know older than the the, the young kimberly that you saw in power rangers it's just uh it's just always uh, interesting so oh man that's funny but uh yeah so uh yeah we're doing the uh the convention on the the 23rd and uh, where where is it at again it'll be out in rankin out in rankin okay uh, it's Empire Comic Con. Okay, yeah. so Amy Joe Johnson, you, you made me look this up, man. Yeah. Amy Joe Johnson, the original Pink Power Ranger. She is uh, she was born October the sixth. October the sixth. She yeah. just had a birthday. Uh, yeah. nineteen seventy. So yeah. she is fifty one. So she's yeah. six years older than me. Yeah. And I mean she looks fantastic. Yeah, it's it, it's 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 pretty it's pretty uh, interesting, especially just to just to see all of them like of how they've kind of like because like she's like directed a movie or two I think, um, uh-huh. uh, she had like a music career for a while. Um, I know Jason Dipped Frank he was big into MMA fighting. I think I don't I don't know if he still does that, but he does like a lot of training. He does a lot of like inspirational videos and stuff on his uh, on his Instagram. Um, some of the other ones are kind of, you know, like they're, they don't post as much. They're, you know, they every now and then kind of stuff like, Hey, I'm going here and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things, man, is getting older, man. You, you have these, uh, these childhood heroes and you're like, this is, uh, like they're, they're like old people, man. Like they're like, you know, everybody's getting old. And then I'm like, I, I start feeling old, but like, all right, I'm turning 34 next month. Like, <laughs> No. <laughs> well, no. I'll tell you, when I was a kid, uh, did you ever hear of this show called Jim and the Holograms? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I'm actually friends with Samantha Newark, who was the singer voice of the Jim character. Gotcha. Like, when they would sing, she was the singer. And then, you know, she's she is Jim to me, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I got to meet her. Ooh, gosh, I mean, I get to meet her. 2015 I think maybe 20 mm. it was the first uh one that they did down in Brunswick I can't remember the name of it but I met her down there and I got to interview her for the newspaper and oh, so yeah. it was really cool to meet her um and then it's also really I'll tell you what I'll tell you something I was talking about the um having the internet uh I have been able to make connections with I'm not necessarily going to call them friends because you know, like I don't know them like as friends. I do know some of these people as friends. Okay, I do yeah, some of them. But um, I've made connections with some of the original voice actors of uh, Transformers and GI Joe, and just through you know doing these conventions and stuff like that, and uh, covering them and whatever. And then uh, it's really neat because you know I think about like you know the more of those folks that I've met, you just realize that uh, they are they really are people. 
right? Um, and and I know Hollywood's kind of got this like thing where people are like, oh, it's Holly weird. You know, the people are always like weird or whatever. They're not all like that. And yeah. a lot of them, you know, it's it's crazy. But a lot of them, if they didn't continue their career in acting or singing or whatever, you know, a lot of them, you know, they went back and had regular jobs. Some of them, they, you know, they were able to make a career out of, you know, their uh, their acting or whatever. And uh, so especially, I was especially voice actors, like because you know that you don't you don't see voice actors, you know, like it's just their voice. And like, if you see right. a voice actor at a convention and all that, unless they have like a picture of the characters that they play, I mean, you're like, who's this guy? You know, like, what's this guy special? Right, right. Like, like we don't know this guy. Yeah. Um, yeah but that, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's hard too because you're like, you're, you're, you know, this character in this, uh, you know, this fictional universe that's, you know, everybody loves and everything, and then you go to order a, a you know, a hot dog or whatever. They're like. Man, this is this is old guy eating his hot dog, man. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Amy Joe Johnson, if you are listening uh, by the random odd chance in the universe that you know that somebody's sent this to you, uh, hey, how you doing? Yeah, We're happy belated man. birthday. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. Um, I, I did not grow up; I was already an adult uh, by the time Power Rangers came out. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, it coming out, and uh, I think I was in kindergarten, and it was, like, you know, that like that rush to get home to, like, watch the latest episode of Power Rangers kind of deal. You there? Okay. I don't know if Adam's there or not anymore. Um... I mean, it looks like everything's still connected on my end. His name is still in the chat. I don't know, y'all. You know, like, uh, that's the thing. Like, if you, like I said, if you listen to my podcast, you know that I don't do, like, any kind of editing or, you know, whatever. I just, it is, it come as you are. Um, so, um, you there? I had, <laughs> somehow or another, you know, like, I was clearing my screens on uh, on my phone. Yeah, and I really cleared the uh, Discord one. Yeah, don't so. don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. luckily though the the Discord it's got its own thing, so it's still going. Yeah, uh, so that's what I was just I was just talking. I was like, um, I don't I don't know if Adam's still there or not because like it just got like quiet, and I asked if you were there, and there's no answer. But your your name was still showing up in the chat. And it was still showing that it was recording. So uh, <laughs> I yeah, was I, like, well, uh, so anyways, if you guys listen to my show, you know that I don't do any editing. So I'm pretty used to this kind of stuff. But <laughs> trying to figure out where Adam went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just he just kept talking. and <laughs> yeah. finally, finally found that mute button. Think of that, man. I want to talk about this. Uh, you know, this is kind of like just a, a funny thing to me. Uh, but um, the the shows that we do, like you know, we do uh, we do the radio show. I do the radio show. You've been on the radio <laughs> show with me. Uh, we do this. We haven't done these podcasts in a while because the summer it's just like summer was just a grind mm-hmm. um, with publishing, and then you know the jobs that we have. You know, we both have like physically demanding jobs, mm-hmm. and um, but one of the things I really like is that we 
even though it might, you know, we might have like a little pause in the game. You know, mm-hmm. we come back and we, you know, we're always like working on making stuff better. Like, yeah, you know, for example, the the new uh, publishing. You know, like you updated your covers. I updated mm-hmm. my covers. Um, and this year, I think was really cool because we we did that accountability thing. And you got you got your third book out after a while. I got my third book out this year. That was like a goal that we both had set, um, and we did it. You know, mm-hmm. and I think, man, like that helps out so much. In my opinion, it helps out so much when, you know, you got somebody in your corner that, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, like I do the work for you or you do the work for me, but that we work together and we help each other, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, being a, an author, writer, you know, it can be a very solitary, you know, feeling, you know, that you have doing it. Um, and I think, you know, for like us, like you're saying, like that accountability that like, hey, you know, like, what, you know, just you know, pushing each other forward kind of stuff. That's, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of authors don't have that and they need it. Um, I think that's one of the like the things that, you know, like a traditional publishing model gets right. You know, normally you have a you have a, an agent, you know, who's kind of your, you know, champion for your writing, and your books and all that stuff. So we're, we're oh, almost kind of like each other's agent, almost a little <laughs> Yeah, I think we help each other with that a lot. And then, we, you know, at least a uh, nice thing about it too is that we're able to bounce, you know, like, man, what do you think about this? Or or even, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes just venting and getting, you know, some of that, um, you know, some of that frustration out that, you know, that we're dealing with just, just part of the process, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, I think yeah. that's one of the cool things that, uh, yeah, because you and I have been friends since like 2015, and um, I think it, I think it's just cool, man. You know, it's kind of morphed <laughs> to make a little Power Ranger mm-hmm. <laughs> play on words, but it's kind of morphed yeah. into this thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. It is. And then you think about like since 2015, it's like six years ago now. Uh, yeah. Like, and that's just uh, like you know, from us just originally talking about like you know me like self-publishing my books and you kind of just picking my brain on the whole idea to like now we're you know doing this whole Valhalla books publishing company thing and let's see we've got uh the anthology uh, my three books uh your three books two of john's one of win i think it's so one, cool too because like uh, of how how we met too i think we got like, like 12 12 books out now total yeah i think so and that's not including like your your bundled uh, trilogy that you did for yours. Um, it's not including my short story. Um, I I, uh, I like I, I I was just thinking, Josh. I, uh, I really do like how we met. Do you mm-hmm. mind telling everybody that story again? Because like um, y'all, this is this is like how like all the stuff that we talked about, all the work and all the this it comes back to like this one little event. Yeah, it's the uh, the origin story. Um, so I mean, we, I mean, we are kind of getting back into the podcasting thing. So I mean, I think it's fine to go back over it again. Um, so yeah, like uh, I was, uh, I'm going to say probably did I? No, no, it probably was early 2015 that I emailed you. Um, I came across your column in the New Savannah uh, section of our newspaper which they used to put out like a weekly periodical on Thursday, Is it Thursday or Wednesday. Yeah. Thursday. Thursday for the Savannah yeah. Morning news. They had this little, um, 
like event magazine type thing then they would yeah, share yeah. like what's going on in savannah type thing uh-huh and it was, it was always cool to kind of you know see what, just what was going on in the city um and then i came across like your column and you know talking about uh like all this kind of like you know geek fringe stuff and uh, mm-hmm. So I was still relatively new into my writing career. I had the the second book in my series come out at the time, um, and so like I just it was like you know I'll just I'll try emailing this guy. You know I've gone to a couple of local bookstores and some of them were helpful. Some of them were like yeah we don't do anything with indie authors or like excuse me uh, self published authors. Uh, they do stuff with indie authors, just not self published authors, which. Anyways, long story short, uh, I emailed you, and uh, you're like, yeah, yeah. So uh, let's did an interview, ended up uh, publishing the interview in the paper. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so like it kind of just, one of, it was like one of those talks that me and you had. Um, and I was just telling you about like my journey of being an author up until that point and how I had self-published these things. And you're just like, oh, yeah, like you can you can do that, can't you? Um, and it got the yeah. wheels turning in, in your head. Done. Well, what was really cool, I, I'll tell you why, because um, I had written uh, like a 30,000 word novel before <laughs> that, before we met, and it was just one of those things, it's like, oh, um, and it was cool because I met Wynn Strock, and he was like the first like published author that I met that you could do that, and then he lives in Kingsland, so I, I saw him at the convention or whatever. And then whenever you uh, messaged me about the column and the article, I was like, oh, this is so cool. And we hit it off. We became friends. And then, like, I was picking your brain about, like, you know, writing and publishing. And, you know, you're talking to me about, you know, like, I think I, from the bare bones up, you know, just like, what do you use for your writing and yada, yeah. yada, yada. And then, and then I, I've, I've been studying this you know, uh, fiction writing stuff. I, I personally have been studying this stuff since like about, well, the first time I was ever approached about writing fiction was in 2008 from a professor of mine. He's like, Oh man, you know, you, you're a really good writer. You should think about writing and whatever. So it was kind of in my head then, but I had no idea on how to do it. And then when, when I met you and we became friends, it was just like, well, okay, I can finally kind of, you know have some kind of direction i could start doing this with you know and i like how to do it and then and then i didn't even publish the first book y'all until like 2018 i mean yeah. we literally the, I, li- the, I literally the book that you were talking about thirty thousand pages that was that's a different book that you haven't published right i've never published it i yeah. never will yeah i never will um but it was so crazy because i actually hosted a book convention called the Savannah cool y'all uh, before I even published my first book. <laughs> and yeah. Then, like when I had the idea to uh, do the Savannah Quill, I called Josh. I was like, hey, man, I want to do this, this book convention. And Josh was like, I'm in. <laughs> and I was like, yes. Yes. Well, I hadn't really done any like conventions or anything, too. Because at the same time, I was like, you know, like I'm a, like I'm not really, it's not really a comic book thing. You know, there wasn't, I didn't really know of anything that was more like book oriented or author oriented. Then you came up with this idea to do this, you know, this Savannah Quill at the time. And I was like, okay, this is a book, you know, focused convention. Like that just makes more sense than me going to like some, you know, Comic Con. Not that there's anything wrong with doing those. Um, just at the time, I was still new, still figuring things out. Um, yeah, yeah. And it was a big thing too, like to me, like that you've always been passionate about writing 
and reading um, and basically putting, you know, authors and readers together um, before you were even an author. So it's not like you've had like this, like, you know, it, it, the one thing I'll say about Adam is like he doesn't have the motive of like selling his own stuff. Um, uh, it almost seems like sometimes you almost need to poke him like, hey, don't forget, like you also have books that you have. You can market um, because he's such a champion for like everybody else. Oh, my God, um, Josh. <laughs> and so it's like it's, uh, uh, you know. And that's the thing, like with Savannah Quill, when he like he like you know approached me about it, like he was like gung ho about this stuff before he was even like a published author, um, before he was even like selling his own books and stuff like that. So like the 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 love of reading and books that Adam has, like it definitely radiates into pretty much everything that he does. Um, so yeah, and that's well, that's, that's cool because we be, you know we've become really good friends and like that I just I want to share this because like it literally uh, you know we met because of you know like i was writing for the paper i didn't know you you didn't know me mm-hmm. and we met because you're like hey you're doing this thing and i've got this thing that i've been doing it might be a good match it might be like peanut butter and jelly on a sandwich mm-hmm. you know and uh i think it's cool man i mean like literally i i just love i just love it because you know like the um the the idea for the savannah uh, vampire thing the blood thrasher thing that came around you were on the radio show the the second show and you remember we went and got coffee and sebastian was like hey dad why don't you yeah because at that time i've been writing some little vampire stories about the you know the lore of savannah mm-hmm. there's really not there's really not any like you you kind of created the whole you know zombie thing in savannah right yeah and and then there's really not anything about vampires in Savannah, but there there is now. But mm-hmm. you know, and Sebastian's like, well, Dad, because I was trying to do like this fictitious history of vampires in Savannah, because everybody, mm-hmm. y'all, Savannah's like the haunt, most haunted city in the whole world type thing is is you know what yeah. they say. Like, well, and, it's definitely the most haunted city in the states. I mean, I, I think that's the the title, but like, yeah, I think in the world, it's 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 pretty up there too. Yeah. Yeah, Savannah actually still has, uh, you know, from the uh, the first uh, settlement that you know Oglethorpe did and all, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so, so Josh, so y'all, Josh and I and my son Sebastian, it was the second radio show. Josh was the first person that I had in as a guest in the studio with me, mm-hmm. and uh, you were you were going to be the first one on the show, but uh, I think you guys were out of town or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, like vacation or something like that. So you came back the next week and you were on the show. We were having coffee afterwards and we were talking about, guess what y'all? We were talking about writing and publishing mm-hmm. <laughs> after the show. Yeah. And Sebastian's like, well, dad, why don't you write a book about, you know, a heavy metal vampire band? Mm-hmm. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. And then like, I wrote that, uh, first blood thrasher, which is, it's only a little 10,000 word novella y'all. Mm-hmm. But I wrote that in six weeks front to back story it's only about maybe 45 46 pages but it's an encapsulated story mm-hmm. and i was very proud of it It was the first book that i published i published it august the 4th 2018 and it went up to number two on amazon in under one hour reads right mm-hmm. and it was it was like that it's kind of like for me with that josh like you know your encouragement and help and all that, you know, kind of helped me get to that point. And then publishing that book was like, it was just like, 
the first time you drive a car, you know, yeah. after you get your license, you're like, yeah, I'm ready to do this. And you know all the steps and you know all the, you know, you pass the driver's test and all that stuff, but you haven't actually yeah. driven by yourself out on the highway yet. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't the first time uh, uh, the, the experience that came to my mind, but we'll probably go with your example because it's a little bit more radio safe. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, and, and the weird thing about it was, y'all, I had been a published journalist, like publishing for the, uh, you know, we've got a major metropolitan it's the Savannah Warners. It's a major metropolitan newspaper. I've been publishing with them for since 2014. And so, you know, I was used to that. But when yeah. you publish books, when you publish, you know, that kind of stuff, it's different than journalism. Mm-hmm. It's different than, you know, like I didn't have, like, I really didn't. I mean, like, you're, you're my friend and all, but I didn't really have anybody saying, okay, well, you know, you need to do these steps, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, you know. Mm-hmm. Where with the newspaper, I would write the article, I'd send it to the editor, and then the whole process is taken care of after. Basically, I write the article, and it's taken care of after that. I don't really do anything else with it, you know? And since then, it's like, mm, bam, boom, bop, we got this. Yeah. New book's going to drop. <laughs> well, yeah, and, like, you know, not to, I'm not, like, downplaying, like, journalism or anything or, like, writing people's, like, stuff like that, but it's definitely a different beast. Um, oh, yeah. And what's, I mean, what's the statistic? Um, like, 90% of first drafts go unfinished. So, like, to finish a first draft and to actually publish it, like, that's a pretty big deal. <laughs> you know, Jonathan Mayberry, when he was on the show, he was talking about, like, there's maybe less than 1% of all books that actually get published that people start. Yeah. And, and you know, and I feel like going from, you know, being a journalist, to being a writer and an author um, to working as a publisher, mm-hmm. you know, like this whole, like literally this progression, you know, it's been so much fun. And then I look for, I look, I look forward to like when we start new stuff, you know, like when we're talking about like, you know, you're going to be doing book four coming out in the spring and I'm mm-hmm. talking about this new book. I've got some other projects that I've got to finish up. Yeah. You know, I, I like that because it's like, well, you know, hey, man, what are you doing with that thing? You know, you, yeah, yeah, because I know I was checking in with you about book three when you were, you know, finishing up the editing and all. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're checking with me about book three when I was, I was writing it this year and, you know, and all that. And, yeah, I remember, well, I, especially when you get that first book out, like, and like you get that first one finished, you're like, oh, I can, I can do this. Like, you know, it's yeah. like all the, like, you're like, oh, what's the next thing and then you're like you're working on one thing but you're always constantly like and you know i know a lot of authors that struggle with like oh i have this new idea and i want to work on this thing now but i got to finish the thing that I'm working on first you know i tell you what josh uh when when i ex- <laughs> when i accidentally came across that savannah gilbert podcast when i was looking mm-hmm. when i kept telling siri play savannah zombie podcast yeah it, it, y'all, it popped up this this girl's uh, podcast, and she just randomly, y'all, mm-hmm. she's an author, she's a published author, and the the episode was about putting out B minus work that B minus work can change your life, mm-hmm. and I was like, what? Because Josh and I were already doing this accountability thing, right? Remember mm-hmm. Josh? Yeah. And then we came across that, and it was like, okay, th- this is weird. This is just really weird. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so it, it just, you know, to, to get to that point where it's like, okay, well, 
this is good enough work. We've got to put it out, get it out there. Yeah. And then, like you said, you know, it's like, well, okay, well, what's next? You know? Yeah. Um, and that's, I think that's one of the reasons why I'm constantly filling up the pipeline with stuff that I want to work on, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm like, well, I don't want to get to that point where I, and I've done this in the past. I mean, where I'll have a goal and I'll work, I'll be, I'll be relentless working on that goal. And then when I finish it, you know, yes, there's a satisfaction of finishing it, but then it's like, well, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. You know, so that's why I'm constantly trying to, you know, fill the pipeline and think about like, okay, well, like we're doing this comic book convention mm-hmm. and then the weekend after we're supposed to be doing the planet fun thing. And, yeah. you know, and then I'm, and like, we're talking about putting out these books in spring and then I've got you know, a couple authors that we're working with, you know, for next year, mm-hmm. you know, for their books and, well, especially yeah. when, like, you know, I mean, we we are a publishing company, but, I mean, we're still, you know, we're kind of oh. self-publisher, you know, by, like, uh, by, like, definition, because we're we're the ones that are putting it out, even though we have this umbrella of Valhalla Books. Um, yeah. And it's, uh, yeah. Well, no, I, think like, we're, we're kinda, I think we've kind of transitioned to, um, not that it's any better or any worse, but no, when, we, when we started publishing other people, it, it's like, you know, it's, there's different responsibilities that you have versus just doing it for yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And, well, uh, and that's what I was going to say. It's like, you know, like it's more than just like writing the, you know, the book for us mm-hmm. now, like we're at a point where like, all right, so now we're working with uh, a cover artist, uh, you know, Jeffrey uh, Hayes, and he's been knocking out of the park for these recent releases that we've done uh with john's oh, yeah. books and then win's books and then with one of my upcoming projects um i'm super excited about but uh oh like, my god it's gonna slay dude it's gonna slay oh, <laughs> yeah, so, oh. Uh, well I, we can talk about it a little bit at the uh, at the end of the episode um but uh yeah like so like we're not just writing stuff like but we're working with these other authors and you've been like working on editing and getting their like manuscripts like up to ship shape making sure it looks good getting the covers taken care of getting all the all the other stuff and then at the same time we're also working on like marketing and like what's the best way to do this like how do we use social media in a way that's beneficial for us but not a time suck and like how do we uh you know do these different events and stuff like that there's just so much more than just being a writer which i think a lot of people are like oh yeah i want to write a book like do you write no i don't write Mm-hmm. You, you not see the the, the correlation <laughs> like yeah have, you, yeah have you written anything ever in your life i mean i wrote some stuff in school have you written anything since then no all right you have an idea you don't have a book <laughs> everybody has ideas like <laughs> right right well that would be a great movie yeah i mean we all have mm-hmm. those <laughs> you know i, th- I th- uh, one that what, i want to hear i want to hear on something go ahead no you go ahead i was just i was gonna say the one thing that always gets me is like like I have this great idea for a movie. I just need somebody to write it. I'm like, all right, see you later. (laughs) (laughs) Go hire a ghostwriter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, That's crazy, man. That's crazy. I do want to talk on something real quick. That's kind of like a, um, a, a, in my opinion, it's one, it's a big turnoff for me Mm -hmm. Um, because ever since hung the Valhalla books, publisher shingle out there into the world, uh, had unsolicited uh, from time to time I'll get unsolicited pitches and you wouldn't believe I mean like 
you we hear it as authors you know like mm-hmm. i don't generally tell people that i write books that with uh folks that i work with or whatever or or in general i don't usually tell people that i'm a publisher or a writer we do this here but um for the most part i don't talk about it yeah um and it's not that I don't promote myself because I, I'm all, I mean, like literally I'm always putting stuff out there in a non-salesy kind of way, but I'm always trying to put stuff out there. Uh, but I, when I have had people say that same thing to me, Josh, mm-hmm. and I'll get these, uh, you know, we've talked about these, these pitches sometimes where people are like, I've got an idea. Great. Did you, have you finished the manuscript? No, I just have this idea. Okay. Have you written uh, an outline, just the bare skeleton of this idea? Yeah. Now you have a synopsis, uh, <laughs> a blurb, you know, anything. And uh, and people are like, no, I, I haven't. Well, then that's you know, ideas are great. That's how that's how you can get you know a, a great story from an idea. But yeah. you, you don't have a story until you write it. <laughs> Well, I don't it's, care. It's the whole you can give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day. You can mm-hmm. teach a man to fish and he'll eat for the rest of his life. There's a lot of people out there that are content with just having a fish. And you know, they just want to have their thing published. They just want to have their idea made. But there's not a lot of people that actually want to learn the process and actually mm-hmm. become a fisherman or, you know, writer author. Yeah, and there's no gatekeeping here at all. Like Josh and I are not gatekeeping at all, y'all. No, it's no. just, it's just what for me. It's just kind of like a, a, just a little annoying to uh, get a story pitch uh, when I put on the contact page right on the very thing there that you know we're not taking any unsolicited pitches right now. Mm-hmm. And um, you just got to send a screenshot of the we're not taking any unsolicited. <laughs> Well, yeah, and, and it's kind of like a catch twenty two because you, yeah. know, you don't want to turn down the next you know thing that could be fire. Let but... me do it. I'll turn everybody down. I don't give a crap. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, you gotta, you gotta talk to Josh. I'll, you sent an unsolicited thing. Uh, Josh is uh, CC'd on this. He's going okay. to explain in great detail. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be the the bouncer. Yeah, story's bad, and your bloodline dies here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! And then you know that would be so crazy because we'd be like the next uh, origin story for somebody else. I get turned yeah. down by Bahala Books. Yeah. They didn't want to take my pitch, so I no made names. the world best-selling <laughs> book ever, more than the Bible. <laughs> like what? Like good on you, man! Thanks for the free yeah. publicity. <laughs> yeah. There's no such thing as bad publicity, <laughs> right? This guy, Josh, I just sent this nice little email and this guy, Josh, told me that it would never happen. And I was like, you know what? You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that guy couldn't find I his mean, way out of a compound sentence. <laughs> he doesn't even know the difference between a colon and a semicolon. Yeah. Like, what? Like, where is this coming from? But no, please, all, if you're listening to this, uh, by the odd chance that you're still with us uh, an hour into this, which we're going to wrap it up here shortly. But if you're still listening to this, um, I don't know, man. I, I mean, like, I'm all about putting myself out there because you and I would not have met if you hadn't. But at the same time, I also have my email saying, if you've got a story idea, send yeah. it to me. You know, yeah. that's an open invitation for a pitch. And that but, was like the thing, too, with like emailing you. I'm like, I already had like a couple of rejections at this time. And to be honest with you, I don't do too great with rejection. It just like gets to me. Um, and I was like, all right, I'm going to. Me too. 
I'm going to email this guy. You know, he's, he's a reporter, you know, he's, you know, it's big time and all that stuff. He's in the newspaper. Uh, I'll just email him, see if he, you know, hey man, like, do you want to like talk about my stuff? No. Okay. That's fine. That's cool. It's whatever. But then like, you know, you like email back like, oh yeah, man, let's talk about it. Like, and I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then that, uh, planted the seed for this awesome friendship that we have so mm-hmm. I, i'm really i'm really glad that yeah you uh you took that chance and that uh it, it you know it hit yeah. so i think it's really cool and i'll tell you what josh talking about that and this is the last thing i want to talk about i know yeah. we gotta keep going because you got you gotta get the, your daughter some lunch and all that whatever but rejection sensitivity i just found mm-hmm. out that that's a thing and mm-hmm. i was like I was listening to someone talk about it on TikTok, which I, I tell you what, I think TikTok reads my mind sometimes. But I was having a rough oh, 100%. day. Yeah, I was having a rough day. I was having to deal with a very difficult person. I didn't want to deal with them, but I had to. And, you know, it, it was one of those things where it, this video popped up and it was talking about rejection sensitivity and that uh, yeah. because, because of. Uh, because of rejection, because people, you know, like I've been rejected a lot in my life. And because when you get to that point, you are almost like, like you put it out there because you want to try. But at the same time, like you just automatically assume that it's going to be a rejection. So you kind of brace yourself for that. And, yeah. and uh, you know, and then the other way that rejection is, was when like people are, you know, trying to bully you or make fun of you or that kind of thing. And you're like, nah, man. You know, you don't you don't get the nice Adam. You get the you get the nasty one. You know. Yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, and, and that's and that's very much my personality too. As you just saw come out a couple minutes ago, I don't like being backed into a corner. That's oh, probably just me me, me dealing with trauma from my childhood. But <laughs> like now that like I'm like uh, of an adult size, I'm like you you don't want to like get and unleash the beast. I'm not physically threatening like whatsoever. I don't work out. I'm not like some big swole dude, but like I I don't like being put into a corner. <laughs> Nobody no, puts no, baby no. in a corner. That's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> and, but uh, and I found out that was rejection sensitivity to Josh. I was like, what? And so like I've been trying to work on that. I've been trying to work on that, and you know, and that's why see, I try to be that's nice. That's we're different. I don't I don't I don't work on it. I just feed the fury. <laughs> Ah, yes, yes. That's why I'm we just, vegetable. I'm just, I'm just driving home, knuckles like white on the steering wheel, looking at nails. I'm just like, yeah. Oh, and I, I listen to like heavy metal every day on yeah. the way to work and home. But um, you know what's really funny though, man? I think you know, shooting your shot, taking your shot. You know, like that's a good example of how something can you know come out of nothing you know like i i just feel like you got to take that shot and that's why i try to be nice to people when they send me an unsolicited uh pitch mm-hmm. but at the same time i'm like if you're going to send me an unsolicited pitch and this yeah. is just in general y'all okay if you're going to send an unsolicited pitch first of all check your ego at the door you yeah. don't have the next best thing since sliced bread i'm sorry just you yeah. don't Secondly, if you start off with, hey, man, I've got a great, uh, you know, I like, for example, with the radio show, you, you wouldn't know how many times people have messaged me saying, I would love to be on your show. Oh, cool. Have you ever listened to it? 
no, I've never listened to it, but I meant to. Well, how do you know that you would love to be on my show then? Mm-hmm. You don't, because if you're not listening to the show, you have no idea what the show's about. So if you're going to send a pitch on a book, you know, and you've never read any of our stuff. And I mean, like Josh and I, I, I haven't read all of Josh's stuff. He hasn't read all of my stuff. I've read some of his stuff. He's read some like, of my I stuff. I at least know the premise of what I'm doing. I at yeah, least and- know the premise of what you're doing in your books. Like, if you haven't even read the description on our Amazon page, like, like, I mean, come on, just to do a little bit of research. Like, that's it. That's all hey, I'm asking for. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, don't tell me that I would. you would be a great fit for me and Valhalla Books or Josh. Uh, with Valhalla books, you don't don't tell me that, and then you don't know the first thing about me because that would be the same equivalency to me as us going on a date and you saying I love you, I just met you, I want to marry you right yeah. now. I'd be a good fit for your husband. You. What's right, my last exactly? Thing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What shoe size do I wear? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I just I just know that I would be a great spouse for you. Yeah, sure you like, are, buddy. Next. <laughs> like, yeah, and that's how I feel. Like, I'm like, um, don't, don't do that. Please, yeah. just don't do that. And you know, I don't know, man. But it's it's even worse for bigger companies. I'm sure they get you know spammed all the time. That's why they have like, you know, they they close the stuff off or whatever. And they'll, you know, they're you won't even get a response from them. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I think the the funniest thing about it too is like you know it's so publishing was like first getting oh going and like the big thing about there's no gatekeepers there's nobody to tell us no but right. like as it has evolved and like especially like just like with our journey going from like a couple of self-published authors into now like Valhalla books like you understand that there is a place and there's a reason why there were gatekeepers now it was probably a bit excessive in the traditional publishing but like there's only so many resources like as i'm sure we are both oh, well yeah. aware of now like there's only time that we have in our our free time when we're not working our our main job or our you know family time and stuff like that um, oh yeah so i mean like, like there just is, to give there's an some reasons for these gatekeepers it's just you know yeah. like, for example i had um one book that i had to spend 30 hours on formatting because of the issues with the the manuscript and it wasn't the author's fault and then i spent two hours formatting on the second book Mm -hmm. and you know and it's those 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 hours that like you said the resources you know we're family people first not Mm -hmm. secondary my family is not secondary to me family's not secondary to you know josh or whatever it's like we've got this thing that we're doing and we're not even like honest to god man i say this a lot but you know Writing and publishing is the most work I've ever done for the least amount of money, mm. but it is also so rewarding. Yeah, I saw a, uh, speaking of TikTok, I saw a TikTok, I think it was this morning, and it was talking about, um, I didn't want to work a, a nine to five job anymore, so I quit and started my own business. And he's like, now I work 24 <laughs> seven. And it like switches over to like some sad music. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. It's funny because like, that's, that's how it is, man. Like, you're like, all right, like, I don't, I don't want to do this like nine to five. Like, you know, you know, for us, it's like butt crack in the morning to the end of the day. <laughs> um, and you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I just want to like, but then you realize like, it is work. It is a business. Like, there is a lot of, you know, aspects that go into it. It's not just all, you know, rainbows and cupcakes and everything. So, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I that's that's one of the things, and that and that is another kind of just circle back around before we shut it off. But it's one of the reasons why I really enjoy uh, being able to talk with you, bounce ideas off with you, uh, work with you on different stuff, and you know, now I feel like we've got a really good core group of uh, authors for Valhalla books. Um, we've got a good core start for you know our publishing and you know here believe it or not january 24th it will be the second anniversary of Valhalla books starting but in a way Valhalla books is an evolution of like the savannah quill and all this other stuff that we've been working on for years yeah you know and just a name only and having the publishing company yes it is new but it's it's not I don't know how to say it. It's not like, um, I mean, we're learning as we go too, because we're learning new stuff every day, but it's not like, uh, you know, we're, we're just going into this saying, Hey, we're just going to, you know, throw spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. You know, and then the other stuff, we're going to eat it with ketchup, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, we're not, we're not, we're not doing ah, that. No, ah, ah, I had to throw was, that one in there, Josh. I had yeah. Quit, quit trying to bring that ketchup back. Ah, it's ah, not ah, happening. Ah. Not the on spaghetti my incident is going to live on forever. <laughs> yeah. That's a little, uh, throwback to one of the episodes that I was on with Adam's radio show. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah. And like, the thing is, is like, you know, like you look at where we were like five years ago and now you yeah. look at where we're at now. So to think about where are we going to be five years from now, you know, like right you know, now, five like, years ago, Josh, we were planning the uh, Savannah Quill 2016. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then we got blown out because of the hurricane. And, mm-hmm. you know, because it was May 13th, 2016, uh, that I I had the idea to do the Savannah Quill. And it was supposed to be October the 7th, 2016, that we were going to do it. And we had the hurricane. We were blown out, you know. Uh, but that was, that was five years ago, man. Yeah. You know? Um, and like... You look at like like at that like just in this like very like proto beginning stages and all that stuff, and like where we are now, and then you think about like where are we going to be in five years? So like like yeah, right now we're not like open to like anything new coming in. Like we have this kind of small core group of authors that we're working with, but who knows? Like in five years, I mean, we might uh, we might have people that are able to do the things that we're not finding time to do. I mean, we've not even be at the point where like, this is what we're doing. Like we're doing this full time. I don't know. Like I never would have thought that we'd be where we are now. Those early conversations that me and you had back in, uh, you know, 2015, 2016, just, you know, the stuff that you were planning with the quill. Like I never, I never saw that becoming a, a published co- publishing company. It just, you know, saw maybe like this is like a yearly thing that we do and getting readers and authors together and just the way that it's evolved over time you know it's, it's just it's just uh it's crazy here yeah but do you remember back in the day i was like man i want to yeah i had done that savannah quill magazine <laughs> and uh so that's it's kind of weird but um not that i've orchestrated this grand plan or anything like that yeah but, but it's kind of weird because, like, for me, you know, like I said, I had written my first 30,000-word novel probably, like, 2013 or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was 2013, 2014, around that time area, but I never published it. So, for me, it was like, okay, I wanted to learn how to do this stuff. And 
you know, just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just, I feel like it's a, a testament to having a goal and then working on it and then learning as you go. Because, you know, when you publish a book, you're not, it's, it's just not going to be like, oh, well, put the book out there and that's it. It's done. You know, it's like putting the book out there is the first, you know, maybe 10% of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, it really, I mean, it really is. So anyway, man, um, we, yeah. you know, we got this uh, podcast. We kind of do like a little end of summer uh, uh, caught up type thing. And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and then, like and that was, you know, the big thing with the summer. Like, I mean, your job, I know there's a couple of things that you had to work. There's a couple of days where like, I had to like something nephew with the farm care company, you know, getting back into fall. You know, I just, I just jumped back into my, my podcast as well. I pretty much took a break mm-hmm. over the summer as well. Um, I do want to talk about it, Joe, just because I did kind of briefly mention it earlier before we. Oh yeah. And, stuff. and is is Ohio for is is that considered Midwest? Is that? Oh yeah, quite, yeah. It's a hard heart of the Midwest. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So like I I've, I've heard it talked about like there's like the, the Midwest goodbye where you say goodbye like several different times and I feel like that like we do that in podcasts a lot because. Like, I've already done Ohio. it about ten times. And then, yeah, uh, you're from Ohio. I'm originally yeah. from Indiana, so like. Well, we will, I don't know how we, well, the, but for real, we'll wrap it up after this. Um, <laughs> so I've already done it about 10 times and you've done it. <laughs> yeah. We just, yeah. That's, that's how it just goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, but, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I republished the Savannah Zombie novel uh, earlier this spring. It was six weeks ago, not six weeks ago. Uh, and uh, <laughs> It felt so, like six weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really, and, and this year, yeah, time, time has no meaning. But so I'm planning on republishing my North Pole Zombies series as well. Oh yeah, to put out. So that's the cover that Jeffrey oh, Hayes has made up, and I, I love awesome. this cover. Like it's it's exactly what I pictured in my mind. Originally, I went the cheap route when I originally did it. I went I went to Fiverr, uh, found a cover artist that was like you know like they they had some pretty decent stuff. Sent them the uh, the idea that I had for it, and they gave me back pretty much a, a very simple cover, um, which was fine. Um, I it, it it is Fiverr, so it's not like I'm you know spending a lot of money on it and everything. Um, uh, but I ended up having to take what they made and then going back over it and doing a lot of stuff with it to kind of just enhance it a little bit and make it a little bit more non basic. Um, but I gave, I gave Jeffrey the idea of what I was looking for and he knocked it out of the He nailed it. I mean, like it looks fantastic. It it looks slick. Um, so the basic premise of North Pole Zombies is, um, uh, it's about, it's about Santa. Um, he is, um, at the North Pole and all of the elves, uh, get this sickness um, that turns them into zombies, and now Santa's got to put them all down. So it's very, very B movie, very like sci-fi, like horror movie uh, kind of stuff. But cheesy. Very cool. Of, yeah, it's it's yeah, almost like cool. a it's almost a mix between like a B horror movie and like a Lifetime Christmas movie a little bit. Um, <laughs> and I think the cover does a fantastic job of like portraying that. Um, it's definitely a very sexy Santa on the front. Uh, I don't know if you can say that, um, but uh, that's that's how my Santa's sure portrayed. That's how my Santa's portrayed in the book, so I'm excited Yo about Santa that. Yo, Santa slays, yeah. baby! Yeah. 
we are looking yeah. for uh, probably a release around Black Friday because um, that's when the book kind nice. of uh, the first chapter takes place is on Black Friday. So um, yeah, we're we're moving full steam ahead with stuff like Adams talked about. Um, got that coming out next month, and then I'm gonna try and get the second book in that series out for December for Christmas. Um, and then in spring, yeah, we got a bunch of stuff that we're planning on for spring as well. So, you know, fun times ahead. That's so awesome. Well, Josh, thanks a lot, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, hey, y'all, we're going to try to do these like pretty semi-regular. Uh, cannot yeah. guarantee it will be every week, but we will try <laughs> to do it uh, pretty semi-regular. Uh, that might mean every week. It might mean every other week. It might mean once a month. so but we will put it out there (laughs) so all right okay cool let me all right in the podcast there okay wait craig so you just tell craig to leave now yeah craig get out of here craig i think it's yeah craig leave all right thank you everybody uh so yeah you just heard it i mean that's this is our podcast this is what we do josh and i are gonna be talking about what we got going on from week to week and uh, we'd love to hear your feedback so let us know what you think thanks